0: But uh, first, we're going to go to the voice of the Wolfpack, Mr. Gary Hahn. Thanks for joining us, Gary. How you doing?
1: Doing good, uh, Will. Doing good, Joe. Don't talk to me about beer. I don't drink.
0: <laughs> no, we, don't worry. We will not. Yeah, you know, else? Kevin Keats didn't drink either. Yeah. Jeez, he was uh, yeah, uh, had, a, had a gluten situation going on in his house. Um, what's your uh, what's your where, where's your head at, Gary? In terms of when you look at maybe the the football team and, and, and where they sit right now. Um, it's kind of an unusual situation because it is, as some might say, kind of a rebuilding year. And yet there's still a very high floor for NC State, it feels like, which is not something that we've seen necessarily over the past 10 to 15 years.
1: Well, Dave Doran's done an excellent job building this program. And after that first season, uh, you can see each year gets a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better. Uh, Dave Dorn is one of only three coaches at NC State to win uh, nine uh, football games or more in a season. Uh, He's done it twice. He can set the record if he can do it again. I don't know whether that's going to happen this year or not, but I do know that this football team has lots of talent. Uh, I think it's got good players at every position. There have been years at NC State when you couldn't say that. Uh, I think it's a very young team, though. And uh, obviously, as most people know, there's a huge offensive turnover. Uh, you lose uh, a lot of really good uh, football players. A couple of uh, three quality linemen, uh, two quality receivers. You lose a great six-year quarterback. You lose a thousand-yard rusher. That's uh, that's a lot to replace. And um, of course, the quarterback position is so important. And you got virtually no game experience at quarterback. And you got three guys there uh, McKay, Hockman, and Leary, they're fighting for that job. And, uh, so fortunately on defense, there's, there's more, uh, back there. Uh, the defense has more experience and depth and I think it needs to be good early, uh, because, uh, you know, it's going to take the offense a a while, I think, to, to to get rolling.
2: Gary, it's Joe. Um, welcome to the show. Thank you for coming on with us.
1: Hey Joe.
2: I. Remember when Matt McKay, his redshirt year, and you've seen more of practice than, than we have, uh, but I do remember that there was some gushing involved against that defense, you know, the Bradley Chubb defense, and he was always the scout team quarterback. What do you, was there any moments or sometimes in practice that you thought, wow, this kid really has a chance because of who he was going against that year in practice?
1: Well, you were uh, very, very impressed with his uh, mobility and his uh, ability to run the ball, not only pass it, but uh, he's got the extra dimension where he can hurt you with his legs. And I think that's going to be important this year for NC State if he is the the starting quarterback, because uh, I think that's one thing State needs to do better this year than they did last year, even with a thousand yard rusher. I think it's going to need to run the ball better to take some pressure off of uh, McKay or whoever that quarterback is. And if you got a quarterback who can run uh, as well as throw, uh, then uh, you, know, you, you have just a little bit more of a, of a weapon there. And uh, Ryan Finley would run sometimes, but uh, he doesn't have the mobility that, that McKay does. That's what I remember about, uh, about McKay. And I remember Bradley Chubb in that, in that defense. Sometimes some guys, that uh, they they'd try to put a lick on McKay, and some of the older defensive linemen would say, hey, don't, and you know, they, they respected they respected him. And so, uh, you know, when you're just a, a freshman and you get the respect of guys that are going to be in the NFL, that tells you something.
0: Gary, what do you think the appropriate level of, fear slash respect slash concern NC State fans should have with a week one home opener against ECU because uh, since Coach Doran's been here, there have been uh, certainly... Two sides to the to the story against the East Carolina. I know they're a rebuilding team, low win total, first year head coach, but a guy who's you know coach against NC State, obviously with that JMU game that was close last year. Uh, how much should should fans be wary of that of that opening uh, opening week speed bump?
1: Well, I've seen a lot of NC State ECU games. This will be my 30th year calling uh, NC State football. And I've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly. But one thing uh, I know for sure, there's a common thread in all of it. And that's that uh, nobody wants to beat a team worse than ECU <laughs> wants to beat <laughs> NC State. And I can, uh, I can tell you that for certain. That's a fact. And uh, sometimes, you know, it works out and sometimes it doesn't. Uh, last year, uh, ECU was just, uh, well, they were just absolutely decimated. And uh, the coach was on his way out, and it was, uh, you know, it was a mess. But I can remember a game uh, against uh, ECU in Charlotte, where State didn't have any defensive line at all. And I told Jeff Charles before the game, we were just talking. I said, you won't even have to pass the ball tonight if you don't want to. And he looked at me like I was absolutely crazy. And they had a back that ran for three hundred and some odd yards against State down in Charlotte, and they did to the Pack what the Pack did to ECU last year. So you just never know what, what's going to happen. But it's a heck of a rivalry, and it's uh, the Super Bowl for ECU. There's nobody they'd like to beat more than NC State. And number two on that list, there's nobody they'd like to beat more than North Carolina. So uh, I think that's all you have to say there. Uh, that's, that's pretty much it.
2: Gary, you mentioned the, the change at quarterback. There's also a new uh, uh, quarterback's coach in Kurt Roper and the, the co-offensive coordinators and Dez Kitchings and George McDonald. I, I, as long as I've covered the team, you've always had a pretty good relationship with the offensive coordinator, going back to Dana Bible. How, how do you get the sense that this situation is going to work out with two guys? Obviously, Des and George um, have worked together for uh, many years now with Dave.
1: Well, I think that's it. I think you just uh, answered that question. These guys have been in the system. They know what Dave Duren wants. Uh, I don't think there's going to be any, uh, any waves there. Um, that's what I kind of get from, from that situation, that uh, last year uh, State did not run the ball real well, even though they had a 1,000-yard rusher, but they put the ball in the hands of a uh, really great quarterback, and they decided that that's the way they were going to win. Now, this year, they're going to have to be a little bit different, but Dave Doran's always said, you know, I want to be able to run the football when I want to be able to run it and throw it when I want to be able to throw it. Well, this year, he's going to have to show that he can run the football, I think, whenever he wants to run it because you've lost three excellent offensive linemen, including the best center in college football. Now, you got three guys that are, that are good coming back, but you got to find the other two. And a left tackle, there's a guy named Emmanuel uh, McGirt, and I can remember... Well, it was about four or five years ago when he was recruited and signed at NC State. Everybody, this was a four-star guy out of Durham. And uh, everybody thought he was going to be, uh, you know, a pro very quickly. But it's just uh, hasn't happened for him. And that's because he has not been healthy his entire career. Well, this is the first time he was able to go through a whole off-season uh, weight program. Uh, he's healthy. And he's out there looking pretty good. So... Um, you know, he's, I don't know, you know, I'm not speaking for the coaches, but he's certainly got a chance to be the left tackle. They're going to have, I think, Spees is uh, a guy that uh, they may be able to plug in at uh, guard. I think he can also play center. Uh, so they're going to have to find the best five, and that's what preseason camp is all about. But I think most people think, well, how will NC State be able to run the ball better when they lost so many quality linemen? And uh, that's a big question mark. I'm, um, that's that's something I think a lot of people are going to be watching.
0: All right, Gary, we appreciate you taking the time, man. Uh, NC State Day, you've always been kind to jump on with us, and uh, I know Wolfpack fans are, are looking to hear, uh, looking forward to hearing your voice throughout what is supposed to be a pretty good season. Thanks as always, man.
1: Okay, I'm looking forward to year number thirty, and uh wow. thanks, guys have have a great rest of the day.
0: That's awesome, man. Uh, all right, take care, Gary Hahn, the voice of the Wolfpack here on. Uh, NC State Day, I'm Will Brinson, Joe Giglio,